Jordan, what are we doing here? Hey, Nick. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell everybody about our new Patreon. If you haven't listened to our episode on The Crow, we announced it there, but wanted to shout out about it here where we're starting a new Patreon channel where you can sign up and subscribe, become a patron of ours, and get some bonus content. That's right, we have $1, $3, and $5 tiers all related to the movie Point Break. Yes, we love Point Break, and I'm really excited about these tiers. So even if you don't subscribe, go check out the website. It's patreon.com filmshake. And so here we're gonna be posting some bonus content, some extra episodes every month. And for this little shout out, we wanted to give you guys just a sample of one of the episodes we've already posted there. It's basically a hangout episode where we talk about what we've been watching lately. And so Nick, you and I both watched this really great 70s film, kind of breaking the mold from our 90s, and wanted to just give everybody a little taste of that and also kind of shout out about this film that I'm I'm really digging. I'm really vibing with this thing. And so I just wanted to give some extra attention to this film. And so here we go. We'll just hear a little bit of the episode. Check it out. So my next movie, just sticking with the 70s, this is from 1979. And we both watched this. This is Jonathan Kaplan's Over the Edge. Welcome to New Granada where people come to escape city life. It has safe streets, clean air, good schools. It's a perfectly planned community, but something strange is happening. Something that wasn't part of the plan. Seems to me like you all were in such a hopped up hurry to get out of the city that you turn your kids into exactly what you're trying to get away from. Something that could drive this town over the edge. You're to take these home to your parents, to let them know about a special emergency meeting to discuss the problems about your people. Kid who tells on another kid. He's a dead kid. I don't know how many of us are willing to admit just how deep in trouble some of the kids in the city are. Tension is rising. You people talk about these kids like they're a bunch of animals. Tempers are raging. Your son and some of his friends are part of this. My son and his friends are part of this town. Time is running out. And something's got to explode. I can assure you everything is under control. They were old enough to know better, but too young to care. And now this town is over the edge. Which I just thought was fantastic. This is the first screen performance for Matt Dillon. Uh, it was shelved for many years, and then, you know, once he became big, uh, it was just this kind of sleeper cult movie and it's just got excellent direction and dialogue it's really authentic basically this is set you know in the 70s and it's in this planned community um <clears throat> i forget where was it in arizona or california but uh they're out in the desert basically 
and it's these alienated suburban youth and they go on this rampage because their community has just kind of overlooked them. All they have is this rec center and the cops are trying to shut it down. They're trying to build up this community for more people to come in and buy homes and stuff. And so it just really follows these teenagers through their like high school days and skipping school and smoking weed and just hanging out. But it really builds to a head where they're just, you know, had enough and they're not going to take it anymore. And, uh, they're just, you know, it's kind of got the same kind of rebel without a cause vibe, but a lot more, I don't know, just authentic and gruesome to me where, I feel like it, the direction and dialogue are great because it doesn't feel like it, like you obviously sympathize with the kids, but I don't feel like it, it exploits them to the degree that it could for this kind of like youth on a rampage kind of movie. I feel like it's really honest. It has a lot of poetic moments to it as well. And uh, Matt Dillon's great in it. Um, the main character who's kind of like a, like a nobody, um, Michael Eric Kramer, uh, he wasn't in a whole lot of other movies, but he's great in it. He plays Carl, who's this uh, lead kid. He's kind of like the suburban, um, you know, brought up well, you know, rich, you know, well-to-do parents. And he's hanging out with all the bad kids, you know, and he kind of gets slowly like dragged down with them until he's just, you know, rebelling and running away. And, um, you know, eventually some bad stuff happens with the cops and some of his friends. So I don't know, it's just really just interesting look into the seventies as well. You've got the music of cheap trick and the cars and the Ramones. You just got a amazing soundtrack, which I'm definitely going to track this one down. Uh, I'd love to have it on vinyl and just, uh, you know, just got some really great songs. And I never thought that I would say Nick, that I'm a cheap trick fan. I, I don't know if I'd still say that, but their song, <laughs> their songs on this surrender, especially, you know, it's the classic one that's like, mommy's all right, daddy's all right. They just seem a little weird. I've had that song stuck in my head for like a week now after watching this movie. And yeah, just killer soundtrack. Really enjoyed this one. And I know you watched it too, so uh, what was your take on it? Yeah, you sent me the most enthusiastic text. And I, I can tell when you're really pumped up about a movie to that degree that I need to get on it. So I watched it immediately. I, we, I, I think we watched this show through the same method, um, through our, our Film Shake all-star film provider. And I, uh, I'm with you, man. I thought this was great. I really enjoyed it a lot. You you reference Pump Up the Volume. like This oh, is kind of like sure. a 70s contemporary to yeah. the way that it kind of empathizes with the kids. But I also felt too, with even like his parents, they really, they still love him, right? Like they right. still want what's best for him. They just don't know how to provide that at all. And they don't understand the ways that they're making things worse. So I love the empathy in the movie for everyone. But, uh, man, there's, like you said, a lot of poetic moments. I really love whenever the protagonist and Matt Dillon are in the I think they're in a jeep and they're driving along and they're they're kind of on the run and they want to oh, put yeah. music on and they grab I think it's maybe a, a Hendrix cassette or something yeah, it's and put an it in Hendrix uh, eight track I think they put in yeah and basically I'm kind of paraphrasing but one of them's like ah oh, there's only old stuff here but it'll work and I kind of thought like man it's like that was like a metaphor for their rebellion, right? Like rebellion's like an ancient thing, but it, it works for you. You know, they're these kids who are going up against all this antagonism and all they know to do is rebel. And it's like, you know, an age 
a tale as old as time, right? Rebellion. I really thought there were a lot of moments in the movie like that. It's a, it's a great movie. I've, I think you liked it a little more than I did, but I still liked it a lot. I give it an eight out of 10 personally. Yeah. I gave it four and a half out of five. Uh, just really loved it close to perfect for me. And yeah, that Jeep scene that you mentioned, I love that moment. It is the, let the good times roll uh, track by Jimi Hendrix and just a perfect captured moment of that rebellion and that freedom that they're expecting. They're trying to drive out of the city. They, you know, it's the main character, Carl and Matt Dillon's character. And they're like, you know, on the run, they, you know, they're just going to skip town and go start a new life. And so just for like a brief moment, you really feel that and you feel like the anticipation and the freedom. And then that's quickly, stripped away from them which just makes it all the more impactful so yeah just great scene great movie over the edge from 1979 check it out if you can find it actually arrow is putting out a a blu-ray i think it's coming out this year later this year and it looks stacked it has a lot of great um you know documentaries on the film and commentaries and you know behind the scenes stuff so definitely look for that if you're uh into buying arrow and into physical media at all definitely looks like a release uh, you want to have because you probably can't find a version of this movie anywhere else that's really decent damn it jordan i just got up to take some tylenol pms so that i could fall asleep after we're done recording this and wouldn't you know it, my wife just bought so many shoes. You know, it's a pandemic still. I'm recording in the closet. And there's <laughs> shoes everywhere. And I could not <laughs> shut the door behind me. But I could hear everything you were saying. And I think it's weird, too, right? The pump up the volume is coming out on Blu-ray finally at the same time as this. So pretty cool oh, yeah. synergy there. Yeah, the um, Warner Archive is putting out the Blu-ray for that. And yeah, definitely think this would be a great double bill with pump up the volume. If you haven't seen that film definitely check it out. We've got a whole episode on that with our Christian Slater love for that movie. But yeah, very uh, good synergy with this one. Definitely watch these back to back. That'd be awesome. That's right. Make the Slater proud. <laughs> Make him proud. Oh man. Can't tell you. It was one of the best times I ever had. Cool. So that's our Patreon sampler on over the edge. Check out patreon.com slash film shake for more bonus episodes and where you can subscribe and become a patron take it easy take it sleazy take it sneezy <laughs>